in this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 10 through 14, where I'll ask the question, why did God kill Eli's sons? First Samuel chapter 3, verses 10 through 14 says, And the Lord came and stood, calling as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant hears. Then the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I am about to do a thing in Israel, at which the two ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. On that day I will fulfill against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. And I declare to him that I'm about to punish his house forever for the iniquity that he knew, because his sons were blaspheming God, and he did not restrain them. Therefore, I swear to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be atoned for by sacrifices or offering forever. Well, we've come to another place in the scriptures where God is demonstrating his wrath, his judgment against individuals very specifically. For some reason, when we look at things like the flood narrative, we're more easily able to accept that than when God kills very specific individuals. You can look at Nadab and Abihu, you could look at Ananias and Sapphira. When it's an individual, we sort of get more uptight about that than when God is pronouncing his judgment on a nation or on the entire earth. Here is an occurrence where these two priests, these two sons of Eli, were actively abusing their position in direct disobedience to God and were not corrected by their father, who was also a priest. And because of this, they will be killed. They will be killed, Eli will die, and their entire family will be put to shame. So here are three thoughts from 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 10 through 14, answering the question, why did God kill Eli's sons? Thought number one, abuse of position. We're really familiar with this today. We're really familiar with the concept of abuse of position, how people will use positions of authority or influence in order to do things that they are not authorized to do. And this is what Eli's sons were doing. They were using their positions as priests to rape women. They were using their positions as priests to steal from worshipers. They were abusing their position and doing so in a pretty flagrant way. To the point where most of the people started to realize these guys are dirty. The abuse of position is something that we all are tempted to when we have a position of authority and one that we must fight against and be on the lookout for. We have to watch for the temptation to abuse power and ensure that it doesn't happen. Thought number two, disobedience. Eli's sons were in direct disobedience to God. There were very specific rules for them to follow, specifically as priests, with regard to worship. They were supposed to take some of the boiled meat off for their portion, but they were going and they were saying that they wanted their meat raw. They wanted it so that they could roast it. And this was a violation of what they had been granted by God. They were deliberately, deliberately disobeying God by using their positions of authority to sleep with the female worshipers that were going up to worship. This was in direct disobedience to prohibitions against adultery, 
and that sort of thing. It's quite obvious that Eli's sons were disobedient to God. They were abusing their position. And because of this, God puts them to death. Thought number three, lack of correction. And this speaks to Eli more so than his sons. Eli was aware of what they were doing, and he did not correct them. Eli did not keep them from committing these crimes. And because of that, he too is going to die. And his namesake, his family house, is going to be put to shame. This lack of correction, this lack of living up to your responsibility to rein people in is the reason why Eli himself dies. The lack of correction, the omission of stopping his sons from committing these crimes, ultimately leads to the death of Eli and the shame of his household. This is something we should all pay attention to. We should pay attention to our responsibilities, that which are specifically described for us and those that are inherent in our positions, whether that's position as religious authority or position as father in the family. We have responsibilities that we must live up to in order to lead a lifestyle that's pleasing to God. These three thoughts come to you from the assigned reading of 1 Samuel chapters 1 through 5. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.